welcome, welcome to the Run With Us podcast, your show for everything Chicago Bulls. And now, your co-hosts, Michael Lavalarte and Kevin McKenna. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Run With Us podcast, episode three already. Uh, this week we have a double upload. We're hoping to get this out Friday afternoon with NBA free agency going on. Everything's popping off. A lot of re-signings, a lot of players moving places, potentially some trades that could be made. Obviously, the Bulls brought in Andre Drummond. They are rumored for some other players as well, most likely bringing back Zach Levine. It's not locked in yet, but it's looking like that. So a lot of news to talk about around the NBA and especially with the Bulls. And, you know, we're here to go over it all for you and give you our takes and what we think the Bulls are going to do going forward. So with that said, Kevin, how we how we feeling about Andre Drummond? Um, I, I'm unsure how I feel about it right now. Um, it's obviously an upgrade from last season. Most of the year we didn't even have a true backup center. Then we got Tristan Thompson towards the end of the year. Um, so, I mean, we're definitely filling a hole. But I feel like I'm a little bit uh, disappointed uh, because, I mean, as free agency grew closer, all these names that the Bulls were rumored to target, you know, Mitchell Robinson and then Mo Bamba most recently. I really thought we were going to sign Mo Bamba. Yeah, me too. It got more and more disappointing seeing these names drop off the board. I agree. Uh, So it's, it's a little disappointing. Disappointing, excuse me. I just, uh, I'm unsure how I truly feel about this signing. Now, we signed him for two years, 6.6 million. Um, second year is going to be a player option for Andre. It, it, it's not what I expected. That's really the most I can say on it right now. It, completely unexpected. I mean, out of all these, all these names, all the potential options to fill the, the backup position. Andre Drummond is not what I anticipated. It really isn't. I agree. And I think that it's the Bulls kind of just, in a way, just taking... They weren't aggressive enough, I think, at the start of free agency. And and that's fine. We don't have the money to... You know, we don't have the money to offer Mitchell Robinson four-year, $60 million. We could have offered Mobamba a contract for Ron what the Magic gave him. But... Like, I understand why we paid Drummond, you know, it's a small deal. It's not a big contract for a guy who's a former All-Star. But, like you said, it's just a little disappointing with the amount of talent that was there for the, the center's position. And and it, he brings in rebounding and physicality in the interior, but he's one of the worst, like, rim-protecting centers in the league. He's not known for that. Um I just saw something last night that said his, I think his field goal percentage in the paint allowed is, uh, I want to say 55% or something like that. And then Vucic was 65% last season. So not much of, you know, not much of a improvement in that area. But obviously we know Drummond is going to bring in that tenacious rebounding on both sides. And he's a veteran. He's only 28. So it, it could be worse, but it, it could have been better. I would have really liked Mobamba on this team. You know, he could have ended up being the future at the center position, too, once Vooch uh, you know, ascends right. out of the league and into his throne. Um, <laughs> but, 
you know, <laughs> uh, Drummond, he'll play the backup five. He'll be fine with that position. But like you said, it's just a little disappointing. But we got it, like we talked about on the way here, we got to remember the ownership of this team. We we spent all our money last year. That's that's it for like the next decade. That that's what we get. Yeah, I mean, they're like we did our part. From I, now on, it's going to be, you know, underwhelming players and thirty-five plus free agents. And that's that's it. So <laughs> I think it was um, Bulls Kickass a Twitter page yesterday. They tweeted Mitchell Robinson and Mo Bamba both signed. Um, Bulls could have easily. Um. Uh, um, competed. Yeah, for those contracts, so something big must be in the works. And I, I was thinking, uh, yeah. I mean, I could see it. I mean, I don't really know how much. Where else we could really look, but it kind of got me excited, right? I'm like, yeah, I kind of see what they're saying. I mean, we could have easily negotiated these contracts. We could have over. We could have paid more. Not overpaid, but we could have. We could have competed with some of these offers. And then, to get Andre Drummond, it's, I don't know. It was kind of a kick in the teeth. Not what I expected. Right. And, you know, this isn't. You know, we're not slandering Drummond. We know what he does. But you know, in the playoffs, he was almost unplayable last year. The Nets. They didn't look like they had a lot of trust in, in a guy who was a former All-Star. But obviously he's going to play a backup position for us and could start some games. Um, he 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 brings a lot of what we need, just not everything. And there's other centers who could have brought everything. Mo Bamba, Mitchell Robinson, even a guy like JaVale McGee. You know, um, there's a lot of good centers on the market this year. And we we still have most of our mid level exception, so we'll see. We can st- still sign another player. It's I'm not going to be Danilo. It's not going to be Danilo because it's looking like he's going to just go straight to the Celtics. Yep, which is fine. It's not like he's a game changer. He would have been a nice like second level scorer off the bench. You know, it'll alleviate some some of the Zach and Demar um, responsibilities, and he can start. You know, he can put up eighteen to twenty a game if you really need him to. But unless something, you know, changes in the next, what, 30 minutes, it looks like he's going to be a Boston Celtic. So we got to take a look at some of the other free agents that are still out there. And there's still some good ones. Could potentially bring Derek Jones Jr. back. I don't know if we have the money to give him that he's going to want. I'm guessing some other teams might pay him in the $10 million range, $10, $12 million range. But, uh, you know, TJ Warren's a guy who's still out there who could who could be a good fit for this team. Um Obviously, there's guys like Jeremy Lamb, um, Dennis Schroeder, just like scorers off the bench, you know, if they're looking for some scoring. Uh, Burton Forbes is an interesting one because we do need some shooting. And, you know, he's a knockdown shooter. Wouldn't be expensive, but, again, we have so much guard depth. Where will he play? So exactly. I'm thinking we bring in, like, a 3-4 kind of guy, someone that could play power forward off the bench. Hopefully we can rebound a little bit, maybe somewhat of a two-way player. Now, Miles Bridges is still out there, and if he doesn't get a contract from the Hornets, because there's a good chance that no one wants to sign him after what just happened, would you want the Bulls to consider him if he's looking for just, like, a one-year deal to get back in, like, the right side of teams' eyes and, like, so teams will realize 
that, you know, if he has another career year, because he just had a career year, if he has another one with the Bulls or any team, that he can get a big payday next year and hopefully, like, move past what he just did. Who knows if he'll even play? He might be in jail, but. Yeah, I mean, NBA teams are going to stay away from that, aren't they? Yeah, but it's a situation where his his value is going down right now because of what's happening. So there's going to be a lot of teams. Like, if he, if the Hornets aren't offering him money or if they're offering him just a one-year deal, he might take like a one-year prove-it deal for less money and say, all right, you know, I messed up this offseason. Let me go one more year and try to get paid next offseason. I'm, you know, I'm not saying the Bulls should bring him in because I don't, you know, I don't want a player that on my team that does that kind of stuff, but he's still going to get, he's someone's going to offer him a contract. It's a shame. He's a good player. Yeah. He, he, and he's coming off a great year and this is, you know, this is not the time to be, to be doing stuff like that. And it's, it's really sad, but. I mean, this is not a political podcast. No. I don't really want to get too much into no, it. But no, I, I but mean, I mean, he's still a free agent, so we have to talk about a him. A mistake and, like that, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't get a contract for a long time in the NBA. And probably. I don't think he really deserves one, no, regardless. I um, I've got a great tweet for you. What's that? And for our listeners, of course. Um, the greatest rivalry in sports? That's right. It's the Chicago Bulls and the Luxury Tax. That's hilarious. <laughs> They'll do anything to stay out of that. Yeah. I mean, that ownership is just... You look at a team like the Warriors, like, they they spent so much money for their own team. Like, they... I was just listening to something yesterday. You know they privately um, funded their stadium? They paid for it without, like, any outside help. Is that so, right? So their stadium, or their their arena now... The amount of money they bring back from that, they don't owe to anyone else. They don't owe to an outside organization. They, when they have concerts there, when they have, you know, shows, when they have anything that comes into that arena and performs, they have to pay the Warriors owners. So that's all money in their pockets, and that's why they're able to, you know, their payroll's over $300 million for their team right yeah. now. I mean, you got Curry, Clay, Draymond, and Wiggins locked up into big deals. You're going to have to pay Jordan Poole. They're going to probably re-sign Looney. So... Like, they got so much money tied up, but it never is a problem for them. And then you look at the Bulls, and, you know, we 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 signed – last year we signed, spent a lot of money. So I'm not expecting us to spend, you know, another $30 million in this offseason. But, you know, we're we're on the verge of competing for something for something big, for a championship. And as an owner, you got to sense this is our time. So you got to be able to spend a little bit more of your money. Don't be cheap with it because, you know, you're cheap in one offseason – this could be we could be looking at a rebuild in two years. So I you know, I hope that they can improve the team more by the time that the season starts. There's still some good players to bring in, but you know, with with the Reinsdorf family, we don't know. It's his track record's not great when it comes to spending money to improve his team. No, it's really disappointing, honestly. It is. Um so are are you nervous that now we we clearly expected Zach Levine to be not only the Bulls' first move, but one of the first moves in all free agency. What do you think's going on there? I mean, no, I agree. I'm not speculating that anything disastrous is going to happen, but I'm surprised. I'm not nervous, but I'm. I find myself questioning what's going on behind the scenes because I feel like there was such a build up, build up, build up 
going into yesterday about Zach Levine. Oh, the Bulls have ex- first. It was the Bulls have expressed that they plan on offering Zach Levine the maximum right away, um, laying everything out on the table, um, and then really just seeing what happens from that party, Zach Levine's party, and then it was. Oh, Zach Zach Levine's set on coming back to the Bulls. He doesn't want to play anywhere other than the Bulls. And now we find ourselves um, midday Friday. Just signed Andre Drummond. But our star player, the best player in free agency, is still out there. Not signed. What do you think's going on? In my opinion, or what I think he's doing is, uh, I think he's waiting to see how this KD situation plays out. Not because it's going to affect the Bulls per se, but it's going to tilt the NBA. And if if KD stays in the East, you know, I'm not saying Zach's just going to up and leave, but the East is getting better. And it might come down to a situation where does Zach believe he can actually compete for a championship with the Bulls? Or should he go somewhere, you know, where it's a more of a sure thing? I, like you said, I 99.9% believe he's going to be back with the Bulls. I think he's just, he said he was going to take his time. He's not going to sign right away. He's going to let things fall into place, probably see what the what else the Bulls do, and, you know, end up just back on the Bulls after a while. All right. What's going on? This just in. Great timing. Oh, my God. NBA All-Star Zach Levine has agreed to a five-year, $215.2 million maximum contract to return to the Chicago Bulls, um, a player option in year five. Per Shams. We got our guy, baby. So just ignore the last five minutes of our conversation. And... uh, we got uh, Zach yeah, Levine. We're not, yeah, we were never nervous. No, we were we never were, speculating. We were no. 100% sure that Zach Levine was going to sign with the Bulls. Yeah. Well, he wasn't <laughs> waiting to see what Kevin Durant does. No, that was, no of course not. What pieces not. fall into place. He said, oh, we got Drummond? Write my name on that check. Oh, man. <laughs> no, that's, that's great question. to see, though. That's great to see. Woo! So, okay. so our ownership, as flawed as they are, they, they, understood, they understood the assignment. They said, let's bring our guy back. Oh, man. <laughs> That's what you like to see. You know, you can't complain when you bring your all, two-time All-Star back, you know, the Courier team. So we got Zach back. We got – we're running it back next year. That's that's basically what we're doing. Oh, boy. Okay. Good stuff. Yes. That makes that makes, that makes me happy to see Zach back on the dotted line. But now now we got to figure out how, we, how do we finish this team off. Well, like, I was thinking this just makes whatever happens with Kobe White – all more important, right? Right. I forgot about the Kobe White situation. Because as far as right now, we haven't improved much. I I get it. It's been one day. What do you mean we haven't improved? We got Andre Drummond. (laughs) We're we're not hating on Andre Drummond, by the way. It is an improvement. Yeah, it does. It 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 fills a hole we had in the front court off the bench. He's he's, He's an above average backup center. I'll say that. He's just not exactly what we needed. Not everything we needed. I'll say he's that. not everything we yeah. needed. Um. So yeah, we we didn't improve. We haven't improved as far as we want right. to. Right, like yeah. we had right now. If we went into the off the next season with this team right now, 
we would probably end up at the same record or around the same areas next year, last year, or maybe even worse because the East is getting better. The Hawks are going to be better. The Sixers are getting even better. Celtics are going to get deeper. Obviously, the Heat are looking to do something big. You know, you still have uh, the Bucks, so we have to. We have to. It's a. It's an arms race in the in the East right now, so we have to be. Uh, we have to be ready to compete, and that comes with improving the team. So, with this Kobe White situation, one of the places he was rumored to go was the Lakers. You know, him teaming up with Troy Brown Jr. <laughs> Solid duo right there. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, shout the, out Troy Brown, the headline players. Yeah, good luck on the Lakers, buddy. He played well for the Bulls. I respect. I respect Troy Brown. I like Troy Brown. He always hustled, played some defense. Career year from three last year, so good yeah. for him. What good luck 35? in LA. Thirty-five percent. Yeah, good luck in LA, man. You know, he's we Thank got some love for him rather than uh, Chandler Hutchinson. <laughs> ha ha ha! That guy. Ha ha ha! I don't know if everyone's gonna get that reference, but. Actually, I'm sure everyone no, does. No, I'm sure everyone does. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, Kobe White to the Lakers. Apparently, they just don't value him very high. They don't want to give up much to get him. And the Bulls are – I respect the Bulls. You don't have to trade Kobe White. So, why trade him? What, what are we going to get back? You know, we don't want – we don't want scraps. We don't want just a second-round pick. Kobe White has a value in this league, and the Bulls know what it is. And if no one's going to respect that value, then you keep you keep him. What's the worst that happens? You trade him at the deadline. You play Kobe White. Right. We did last year. It's just an extra guard. We can figure it out. We'll figure it out. It's it's just about maximizing our maximizing the value we have on right. our team and trying to um, improve. And we, you know, things have to change in order to improve. Really, um, things have to change. And I mean, things don't work out one year. Obviously, we got a bad break, fell off, had some injury problems toward the end of the year. However. First round exits, you know, things have to change. It, if we don't get you past the have first to round next be, year, it's I think it's time to blow it up. Yeah, I mean, now we're gonna have Zach locked up now, so technically no, he doesn't want to go through another rebuild. So I don't know, maybe maybe I'm wrong, but yeah, we need to we need to make a little bit of noise next year. And uh, like you said, that's not gonna happen if we don't improve the team and capitalize on the value that we have right now with Kobe White. You know. We we don't have a lot of tradable assets, so we I think the team understands that Kobe White is movable because of the depth we have at that position, and he's a young player with potential. So why not capitalize on that now? You know, we're never going to be able to get the full potential out of him with the role that he has on this team. So it's just a matter of if and where he would go and what we would get in return. Now, if we don't trade him, you know, we're always talking about that guy, that specialist from three. If we don't trade him, then we're really going to need to see some more consistent out of him. I mean, obviously, he's a, he's a good three-point shooter. Yes, he's just not knocked down, you know. And that's what we need. We need a knockdown shooter. Some guy who can shoot like 40 to 42% but he, besides Alonzo. He can be He can, down. but how many years are we going to say that? This is his fourth year in the league now. Yeah, you're right. He's a, it's contract year for him. It's, we need that consistency. Yeah, and uh, if he doesn't show it this year, then then that's a tough look for the kid, but... Um, we just, we need that guy. So I, I wanted to ask out of all the free agents that are left, you know, there's still plenty of talent left. What's one guy that stands out to you that would be affordable for the bulls that would fill that would, that you want to bring in? What's your number one guy right now? I think mine is actually 
Probably for me right now, I think TJ Warren. I like that. I don't think he's going to be expensive, and he he almost kind of like be a Gallinari type where he can play the f- the three or the four, and you know be a secondary scorer off the bench and potentially start too. I don't know if we're going to get him. I don't know if the Bulls have interest. I haven't heard anything about that, but I think TJ Warren would be a nice fit. Either him or Derek Jones Jr. bringing him back. Yeah, I mean, the Derek Jones Jr. thing real quick. We've talked about it before. He did actually have a pretty significant role last year. I don't know. Significant might be strong, but I mean. No, he, he did have he, a significant he, role. He he was a big part in some pretty big games. He offered a little more than we anticipated, I think. Um, obviously, insanely athletic guy. Like, just a walking high re- highlight reel. I'm surprised we didn't actually have some more insane dunks this year from him. There were some nice ones. Oh, there definitely were. Um, but I'm trying to think, what was that one? Who were we playing? He had this one disgusting alley-oop. I don't know. It's neither here nor there. But I I would not, just right off the bat, I would not dislike re-signing Derek Jones Jr. Derek Jones Jr. by any means. As far as the TJ Warren thing, I I don't know. I don't know about it. He hasn't been healthy the last what two years. Yeah, we so. haven't seen him play and and but that's the, I mean he'd probably take a minimum deal to go to a contender. And we know he can score the ball and he could play a little bit of defense. It just is how good is he gonna be? But have we have we gotten a large enough portion of TJ Warren to feel confident that he's gonna be that guy? Well, we don't need him to be that guy. We just need him to be, you know, capable score off the bench. Well, I don't mean that guy. Like, our well, I know what you mean, but like, Zach you know, we just Robinson like he can fill that Gallinari role if we don't get him. Like Gallinari would come in, play the four off the bench, and give us just scoring off the bench. Right. I think that Warren can do that. You know, we don't need if we can give us what twelve to fifteen points off the bench a game. Not even that many, maybe like ten to twelve points off the bench per game, and just you know, play the wing position, play some defense, rebound. We know what Warren can be. He's not a star, but he's not he's an above average role player. And I think he's looking to go to a contender. He's spent years on Indiana and Phoenix on some pretty bad teams. And he's had two years to get healthy. And I think he's ready to show that. And I, I wouldn't be upset if we brought him in. Because right now, if we we gotta go over the depth chart real quick just to make sure. Um obviously Lonzo, Zach, DeMar, Patrick Williams, Vooch is the starting lineup. Then you got Co um you got Io Caruso, Kobe. We'll put Kobe in there for now. Yeah. Drummond, and then are we gonna say Dale and Terry, and Javante Green? That's like the backup five right there. Right. Obviously, Javante might not get minutes to start the year, depending because you know he's one of those guys who can be in the rotation, could be out. Played well when he was in, but in the playoffs he didn't play much. If we 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 technically do need a backup four. Especially if we move Kobe White. If we move Kobe White for a backup four, that might be interesting too. But, you know, I think right now Warren would have a good fit. You know, or obviously there's other names. There's Otto Porter. Markeith Morris would be a really good guy to grab. Um, you know, there's still uh, Eric Paschal is another one. You know, guys who can shoot a little bit. It will be nice for them to shoot because with Drummond and as the backup five, we need some floor spacing around them, so. 
there's plenty of names. I like Warren because he he can you know put the ball on the floor and score himself. But oh, there's plenty of ways the Bulls can go. You know, Wancho is available. Wancho's a good one too. Bo Cruz. Oh, Bo Cruz. I watched that yesterday. Was it good? It was really good. I haven't seen it yet. You haven't seen it? No. It was very good. <clears throat> Adam Sandler did a good job. Yeah, surprising to see him in such a serious role. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was still. I mean, there were some comedic moments, right? But it was it was really cool. It was really cool to see uh, Adam Sandler. And, and you know he agreed to do it because of how much he loves basketball. Oh, yeah. Which is so, I mean, it was awesome to see. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not a big movie guy. I, I wasn't, like, I heard the movie came out. Obviously, we're basketball fans, but just not big on movies, so. It came out. I was like, "Oh, that's cool," you know. Then I watched it with one of my buddies yesterday. I was like, "I didn't." The cast was really cool. Seeing Anthony Edwards and obviously Wancho, and I don't know. I didn't even know the movie was about him. About Wancho? Yeah, yeah. He's like the main character. He's the main character. He's like an overseas prospect, right? Yeah. Um, Mo Wagner. Uh, we're not a movie review <laughs> podcast. I'm sorry, but weekly movie review, right? <laughs> but. It's relevant. Um, really good movie. I, I'm i not going to say check it out because I'm sure all of you guys have seen it before my bum ass did. So, um, But, yeah, no, I was I was a big fan of it. Anyway, <laughs> Juancho Hernan Gomez could be a potential guy we bring in. Um, good shooter from forward spot, good rebounder. That's pretty much it. But I wouldn't be upset if we brought him in either. Um I mean, that's pretty much it. We're just looking for some shooting and some more size, right? We got the guards. We just need a wing shooter who can play some defense. And whether that's the Dalen Terry, maybe they just start to play him in the rotation from the get-go. I doubt it. I think they're going to look to bring another veteran in. So we'll see what happens. It's only day two. We haven't even had a 24 hours of free agency. Main thing is we locked up Zach. That's just the best news from today. You know, made conversation about if we're worried about him leaving or potentially not resigning. We get the news. Five years super max deal for Zach. Well earned, right? Like that guy just For sure. Like shout out to the Bulls for developing him, but Zach it worked. He's such a hard worker. You know, he he knew what he could be. And coming out of Minnesota off that injury, you know, that for a guy who relies on his athleticism so much, for him to be as healthy as he has been for the four years that he's been here. Right? It's been four years that he's been here? Or five? It's been five now. Wow. Wow. Right? Yeah, I think. Because yeah. he played that one year, and then we gave him that four-year deal. Yeah, it's been five. But that, that proves my point even further. Like, that's why you had to bring him back. You know, he's given so much to this team. He went through the rebuild. He went through those terrible years. Coaches, front office, you know, bad signings. Some turmoil between the locker room. Stuck with us. He stuck with us. He never asked for a trade. He could have. He's an all-star player. He's got leverage in these situations. And he was playing on a very, very friendly contract for the last four years. So I'm glad he got his money. He, Like we said, he deserved every penny of it. And the Bulls did their job. You know, that tells, the te- that tells Zach that, you know, this team wants me to be part of something here. They believe in me. And, you know, they're paying me what I want. They didn't ask him to take a pay cut so they can bring in other players. They gave him what he wants, and and I think Zach's gonna gonna run with that. I expect an even better year from Zach. He's got some time to get healthy. He had the offseason knee surgery, so you know I'm looking for Zach to 
to come back with that dog mentality and kind of not take the team away from DeMar, but, you know, remind us why Zach's our guy. Yeah. I mean, I'm just excited. I, I'm I'm glad that that we, we've gotten past this moment now. Right. We're, I mean, I've been waiting since yesterday to see it. Every tweet that comes up, oh, it's got to be Zach, right? No, it's Andre Drummond. Or it's got to be Zach, right? Nope. Uh, Mitchell Robinson just re-signed with the Knicks. Oh, that's another one lost. You know, to finally see that, I mean, it was great timing also. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, like you said, I, hard worker. He deserves every penny of the contract. And I'm just glad the polls got it done. Don't mess around. Just pay the guy. You're you're not going to get a better player than Zach Levine in the market. It was not a very, you know, the free agent market dried up really quickly with, you know, Bradley Beal re-signing. Um, most guys re-signing, like, in the first, what, half hour of free agency. So you see what teams are doing. They're bringing back the talent that they have so they don't have to trade seven first-round picks to get more talent, you know? I don't know if it was just my perception of the year, but... I just felt like this year everything just went so rapid fire. Oh yeah, I mean it, it felt like yesterday that, that the Bulls were taking on the Pistons and in the first game of the season. It felt like yesterday that we we're just at the next game and fifth game of the season. Like it's wild how uh, how fast that season went. And it's I guess it's when you're good, but, when you're winning. But not even go that. Just fast. just free agency in general this year. Well, because this is a normal off season. That's why. Last year, everything was backed up because the season yeah. was like, we had the finals into like July. Right. So, uh, you know, this is back to what it normally is because now we'll get the summer league in July and then just like a dead period from like in August, September, you'll get like training camp, October, you'll get the uh, preseason. And then by the end of October, you know, the season starts. So this is this is a normal NBA offseason, which is good because we have a lot of guys who need to get healthy. They need that time. So this is the perfect time for us to go back into the regular calendar. And, you know, Zach and Lonzo both coming off knee injuries. Caruso can get back to 100%. Even P-Dub. What, we got a breaking news? Just Yusuf Nurkic. Where'd he go? Uh, back to the Blazers. What's the deal? Four years, $70 million. Wow, that's a big contract for him. Good for him. Yeah, it's about what I expected. They needed a big man, too. They needed to bring him back. It's just, you know, I, I mean, he deserves it. He has been good for them. If they bring in a backup center who can, uh, oh, they brought in Luca Garza, I think. So, yeah, that's the guy. They probably should have just built around Luca Garza. But, um, yeah, that's a, that's a solid resigning. Like I said, this proves my point further. Everyone's bringing their talent back. Because with today's market, you know, it's just easier to bring in your own players rather than go out and spend. I'm talking about star players. Like, every team wants to bring in role players. That's in free agency. Role players really get the bulk of the money. And role players are the ones that are going from one team to another. Like, the teams will bring back their star players, but they're they're going to the market looking to build around those players. So, you know, P.J. Tuckers, you got the Gary Paytons of the world. Like, those are the guys that teams are really looking forward to and almost overpay to, to bring in because that their markets are so competitive. And that's why I think the Bulls are – you know, are going to be on the kind of the short end of the stick because they don't have the the money to bid with these teams. Right. 
Like PJ Tucker was interested in the Bulls, but the Bulls couldn't offer him twelve mil a year. No. Um, you know, like you said with with um, Mitchell Robinson, the Bulls couldn't offer him what the Knicks could. Mo Bamba, the Bulls didn't even want to want to offer him the ten point five mil that he got. So, like I said, Bulls are going to be a bit handcuffed. So we'll see what they do for the rest of the offseason. But um, I mean that's just the league these days too, right? Yeah. Everyone, everyone gets everyone gets paid. Everyone gets their bag. And the salary is going up too, the right. salary cap. But every you know they were talking about this on the NBA Network last night. There could be, we could be looking at some sixty million a year contracts in a few years. Yeah, um, like they were talking about Luca. He got a supermax so early, and he's only what what twenty three right now, twenty four years old. Yeah. So you know he's got potential to be really to get paid, dude. And then um, of course we have to talk about probably the biggest thing that happened yesterday. The Kevin Durant situation, completely unexpected, um, but exciting nonetheless. Not necessarily for the Bulls fans, but it's going to shake up the NBA. Um, and, you know, this is a situation where it's a bit different than when these big-name players request a trade um, and kind of have a certain leverage on teams because this is not like – you know, the star player who has a year left on their contract. You know, typically when we see things like this happen, it's one or two years left on the contract. But this is essentially the rest of Kevin Durant's golden years. Um, you know, obviously, there's no tr- counter. There's no time tracker on how, how long an NBA player is going to be effective. But Kevin Durant's prime is the rest of this contract. And... Th- that's what he's looking to trade. It it's much different than these other situations when you know the star player has a year left and they yeah, try to use their leverage. Have, this isn't a team that doesn't want to pay him. It's that he doesn't want to be on the team anymore. Yeah, and he doesn't want to deal with the the distractions and the the poor handling of the net situation. They flopped their first two years and now they're feeling the effects of it. You know, and when you have a guy like Kyrie in your locker room. Very vocal, loud, you know, could be a distraction. And then KD, who wants more of just like a quiet, you know, in the dark run locker room. So I think even though Kyrie opted in, I think like you said, KD is it's just one of those situations where he wants to finish his career in um in a place where he can just play some basketball and, and just just try to win some games, you know, yeah. not have to deal with all that drama. I, and, I found myself surprised that out of the two of them, Kyrie and Kevin oh, Durant, yeah. that Kevin Durant was the one. Yeah. Um, but Kyrie's know, probably gone too, though. Let's be honest. Honestly, yes, they're gonna trade both, and Ben Simmons will be stuck by himself again. Man, that's anyway. I it's just it's gonna shake up the league. I'm pretty excited about it to see what happens. Not as a Bulls fan, but just as a basketball fan. We were talking about that before the the effect that one sentence has on the NBA. I want to trade. I'm requesting a trade. I think yesterday, in like the matter of an hour, 15 teams called the Nets. Because you're not going to not see what you have to trade for Kevin Durant. It's Kevin Durant. He's a superstar. He's a mega superstar. He's a Hall of Fame player. Yeah, he's 33. Yeah, he, you know, he's had his injury problems and he's had, you know, he hasn't won since he was in Golden State. But it's Kevin Durant. Some might say he's the best player in, in the NBA at this point. And. You got even the Bulls. The Bulls called. The Bulls called the Nets, and they said, hey, what's it, what's it going to take? 
Now, I don't want the Bulls to send the house for Kevin Durant. If we have to trade half our team for him, we're not going to win the title. We're just not going to do it. But, you know, there's some team, there's a team out there that's going to give the right package and going to get Kevin Durant, and he's going to make their team a whole, a hell of a lot better. And like you said, it's just, it's shocking how, how that has changed the NBA in the last day. Like, oh, not only is it for agency, but there's a superstar, megastar on the market that wants to be traded. So it's affecting for agency. It's affecting contracts. Contracts. It's affecting how teams are approaching this offseason. Now that they might save money, they might not sign a guy because they want to save money for Kevin Durant. They might just completely overhaul the roster. So I think, like you said, it was worth talking about the effect that this has on this offseason. Not just for the Bulls, who don't really direct it doesn't really directly affect us but hey the bulls were fourth on the the betting odds to get kevin durant so obviously there's something there and the bulls are going to do their diligence i doubt we'll have them but who knows right yeah i think it came out i mean we were an even on his preferred destinations list the betting odds he'll were high that, because man. he'll expand that <laughs> we all it's funny bulls fans it doesn't matter what the situation what the contract um what the team he's on looks like the Bulls always think they're going to get Kevin Durant. Hey, I mean, free Kev- house pizza for him. Free house pizza. That was a great tweet. But um, I, it, he's talking. He's talked so much about the Bulls, so many good things. It's not even fair. I mean, he's just getting our hopes up um, that he would have signed with us in free agency <laughs> in the future. But like you said, regardless, who knows that that could expand. But we don't want to sell house for him. So it's just a thing to keep an eye on. Um, it's 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 just exciting as an NBA fan rather than a Bulls fan. Um, you know, obviously we're we're hoping that wherever he goes, he send can him have to the West. Ex- exciting. I mean, I was gonna say that. Like, send him to the West. I'm hoping. I was gonna say, I'm hoping wherever he goes, he's happy with the situation, and we can just see a nice, steady finish to this contract. Um, without drama, you know, have some stability on where Kevin Durant right. is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's had um, so much drama in his entire career. Hopefully it's in the West and away from us. Yeah. If it's not us, then, then we'll play in the Rockets. Get out of time. Yeah, exactly. All right, guys, we're going to wrap this one up. Uh, it's It's been a fun one talking about, you know, all this free, agent, free agency craziness. So much more that's going to happen. You know, we might put this out. And there might be a signing the minute we release this that makes us sound like absolute clowns, but that's what we're here for, right? We're talking about what's happening right now. Bulls bring in Drummond. We re-sign Zach. We'll see what else happens. Could trade Kobe. Could bring in Kevin Durant. <laughs> but uh, lots, lots more going to go on this weekend. We will not have an episode next week. We're going to be out of town, but we'll be back in the booth um, the, the upcoming Monday. So we'll... We'll be Not talking, the fourth, but we'll be back yeah, the Monday after. We'll be back on the uh, the eleventh, so we'll go over everything that happened because by then free agency will be mostly dead. We'll go everything that happened, the future of the Bulls going into the season. Yeah, it's exciting stuff going on right now, and it's always fun to talk about it with with you, Kev, and to share with Bulls fans. Yep. Let's just um, here here's to hoping we use the mid level exception well. Yes. Yes. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Like, comment. Give us a rating, share with your friends, and always always run with us, baby. Always run with us. Thanks, guys. Peace.